once again, we are celebrating our church anniversary. Our church was established way back in October of 1994. And what is significant sa atong celebration this time is that this is our 29th year and we are headed next year to our 30th. Parang kailan lang yun nag-celebrate tayo ng 20th anniversary sa SMX. And now we're headed to our 30th year. God is good. Tigo ang nakaayo ang Praise Revival Center. Praise God. And you know, God has been so good to us all throughout the years, especially even through the pandemic. God has sustained us. God has kept us alive. And God has brought us to this season. Our God is a mighty God. Our God is an awesome God. During the pandemic, God uh, was with us. Our offerings did not go down. We want to thank God because He supported us all throughout those two years and a half. All praises and glory belong to our Father in heaven. So once again, as many as you can greet, I'd like you to greet. Uh, the people around you, happy 29th year anniversary. Go ahead, as many as you can greet around you. Praise God. Amen. 29 years, 29 years. Very long time. People be on 29 years. God has just been so good to us. Now, I like to get into my message that I got for everybody. Mone ang akong anniversary message. And I hope that you will receive this. I believe it will speak to you. It will strengthen you. Uh, those of you who are having problems, you are undergoing something that dili ninyo ma... Kumbaga, ma-sabdan kung unsan nahitabo sa inyong kinabuhi. Well, I believe this uh, message will help you know who your God is at the time you are put into trouble. So let me talk to you about when the God of Israel is our defender. And particularly, I like to speak about the God of Israel is the one who will defend us. No matter what is going on in our lives, adunatay defender, adunatay um, protector. And his name is none other than Yehovah our God. So let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 43 this morning. And let me start off with verse 1, and I will read up to verse 3. But now this is what the Lord, or Yehovah says, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, or O, o Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord, or Yehovah, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Let's all pray. Heavenly Father, thank you very much for the celebration of our 29 years. It's a manifestation of your love and your goodness and your faithfulness in our lives. Thank you, God, for you are with us. And I pray, I pray that you will bless the ministry of the preaching of the Word of God. And I ask you, Lord God, 
for your spirit to move in the hearts of everyone to receive this word that I got for them that I believe came from your hands. And let there be a, a mighty flow of your power and your anointing in this place. And as always, I pray that I will speak with clarity of words under your anointing, in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Now, the first thing that I like to share to you is that there is a very strong message that we find here that God wants us to receive. And it is for all of us. No matter what is going on in your life, God has something to speak to you this morning. And the message is this, that the God of Israel is for us, or his message for us is not to fear. Ang iyang mensahe kanato karun nga kitatanan dili mahadlok. Whatever is going on in your life, God is saying, Ayaw kahadlok, do not fear. Look at somebody and say, do not fear. I said, look at somebody, don't look at me. Say that again. Okay, do not fear. Balikan natin sa verse 1. But now, this is what the Lord, Yehovah says, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not. Okay, that's the message of God for everybody in this room. God does not want us to be afraid. He does not want every one of us to live in fear. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know your situation. Maybe there are so many things troubling you and you are fearful. But the Lord is telling you, do not be afraid. Do not fear. You know why? Because fear is tormenting. Can you say fear is tormenting? John, the apostle, said that. John, the beloved, in 1 John chapter 4, 18, he says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves what? Torment. Fear involves torment. Can you say fear involves torment? Fear involves torment. So I look at this in the Greek. To find out its original meaning, because the New Testament is originally written in Greek. So I consulted the Greek, and I found out the meaning of torment, and it means being afflicted in a prison cell. You are afflicted in a prison cell. It is like na ikaw is a prisoner. You are locked up in a very tight, small room. This is what fear does to anybody. If you are living in fear, you are like a prisoner in a jail. Not just an ordinary jail, because the jail sa unang panahon was a dungeon, a dark, creepy uh, place. It's something that causes you or causes you to feel or to lose your freedom, your joy, your laughter, your peace, and so on. You are locked up, you're troubled, you, you sense the loneliness of life. Pinahirapan mo sarili mo. You make yourself suffer if you are a person 
of fear. You are kind of locking yourself. You put yourself in a prison cell. And that's why God doesn't want us to be afraid. Would you ever lock yourself in the prison physically? Would you ever do that? Hello? But some of you are doing that mentally. Some of you are doing that emotionally when you are fearful. You will not do that physically. Hindi mo ilalagay sarili mo sa isang preso or presinto or jail. Hello? But some of you are doing that because you are afraid. You are fearful in life. You entertain fear. So wala kay freedom. Dili mo ma-feel ang imong freedom. Walay joy. Walay kalinaw sa imong kasing-kasing. Because your mind is so locked up and you feel that you're so lonely in life. That's why your God does not want you to be afraid. Are you here? He does not want you to be afraid. Nothing is gained by fear. You are just, again, locking yourself inside a prison cell. The prison of your mind, the prison of your emotions. So no matter what our circumstance is, God wants us to know that He does not want you and me to fear. Mauni ang iyang pulong. This is the recorded word of God. Can you not read it right here? And there are more uh, words about fear not that you could find in the pages of the Bible. Can you look at again about 10 people and say fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not? Fear not. Hello? Don't put yourself into a prison. Wag mong pahirapan ng sarili mo. And the one who's telling us this is no, nobody or none other than our God in heaven. And if you know your God, if you have a God, you know that he will always be there for you. That's, not, that's the reason why God is saying fear not, because God is always there behind you. God has his reasons why you are not to be afraid. Ato nang tanawon. The reasons why we are not to fear. Balikan natin verse 1 again. This is the word of God. I like us to see the word of God. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Okay. Let me dissect these words. Himay-himayin ko itong salitang ito. First reason. God wants to remind us that He is the God who created us and formed us. He is our maker. Are you here? So, we got to understand that our God is the one or was the one who created and formed us. Some of you, or some people may say, God did not make me. I was woven in my mother's womb. Huh? And who made sure that your mother will bring you out? Your mother has nothing to do with this. Everything is a work of God that he said to Adam and Eve right at the beginning, go and multiply. 
replenish the earth, produce children. That's the word of God. And every child born or every child being formed in the mother's womb is a work of God. Say, a work of God. A creation of God. In fact, God knows you even before you were formed in the womb. Kilala ka ng Diyos. Wala ka pa sa tiyan ng nanay mo. He knows you, knew you very well. Are you here? That's what he said to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I have called you and appointed you to become a prophet. You're not yet in the womb. Before I formed you in the womb, who formed him in the womb? God, right? But before you were even formed, I already know you. Look at somebody and say, God knows you very well. He knows you. He knows every human being. Hello? And the point is, He wants to do good things in your life. Kung i-alaw ninyo siya, He will do good things in your life. If you will open your heart to this God who created you in your mother's womb, He will do good things in your life. Hello? So, God created us as a human being. But there is another creation that not everybody who is created in the wombs of their mothers would experience. The New Testament or the truth that we find is the, in the New Testament is that those of us who believe in Jesus Christ are created in Him. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Twice created. Can you say twice created? First is physical. Ikaduha is spiritual. And he who created us in Christ is always behind us. What is important to God is not, thus, uh, not just you being created physically, but you being created in Jesus Christ. You getting your life right with God. You getting born again is what the Bible says. Because God will always be there. You are his child. If you know Jesus Christ, if you are created in him, and he will always keep you as the apple of his eyes. Don't ever forget, especially karong atong celebration sa 29th year uh, anniversary nato. Though God um, as causes to be born in this earth, he had a plan for everybody. And that is all in Christ. God started us in the womb and started us in Jesus Christ. And even this church is a creation of God. Are you here? It was not the former pastor who started this two years ahead of me. It was not I who continued the work. It was not our church in Manila who started this work. It was God's design. And everybody said, and every one of you as a part of this ministry, you have been created by God to become a part of this work. Are you here? And because of this, we need to always look at the goodness of God. This is no man's work. 
God called us here to be your leaders and to do his work, but still he is behind the work. And also guard our mouths that we never speak anything negative about the work of God in this place. God wants this church to grow and be established, but more so he wants every one of you to grow in him, to be strong in him. And because of this, God will always be faithful to you. He who formed you will always be there to watch over you because you belong to him. He made you, therefore you belong to God. Can you take your right hand? right hand and put it over your heart and say, I belong to God. You are owned by God. He made you, created you. And therefore, who will take care of you? Who will watch over you? God. Even in your deepest moment, God will be there. God does not want you to be afraid. You got a good Papa in heaven. Amen. Hello? Your Papa is good in heaven, and he loves you very much. Amen? Amen? God does, God does not love you like this. Kabalo mo, ano no? Right? Hindi ganyan ang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa inyo. Ganito. Hindi McDonald's yan. Puso yan. That's how God loves every one of you. And everybody said, you are dear to him. And therefore, God will take care of you. And he's telling every born-again child of his not to be afraid. And everybody said, Amen. second reason why we are not to be afraid is that God is the one who redeemed us. Can you say, God has redeemed me? Now, this is a very strong reason why we are not to be afraid. God is our Redeemer. Now, what do you mean by God is our Redeemer? Siya yung tumubos atin is that word. Redeem means tubusin. Okay? You, 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 you are somebody that God bought back. The Hebrew word for redeem is ga'al. And it means to buy back by the next of kin. Bilihin ulit. To buy back by the next of kin. You know, redemption in the Bible has the principle of buying back. Binibili ulit. Like, if you have a relative, because of his poor condition, he sold himself to become a slave of a foreigner. Now, God says you can redeem yourself. If you don't have money, one of your closest relatives can buy you back to freedom by paying the redemption price. Hello? If you have sold yourself and you cannot redeem yourself, you, any close relative or the closest relative was the capability should redeem you by paying the redemption price. Or if you have a property and you have become so poor and you sold your property and you have no way to gain your property, any close relative or closest relative can buy back your property for you. Hello, are you here? That is redemption. Now this is the case for us too. Maunyang 
kaso sa sa tuwa or uh, like being redeemed. Okay? In fact, we are really redeemed. Who redeemed us? Our Father in heaven. He is our next of kin. Biro mo tatay mo ang nag-redeem sa'yo. Ang atong amahan sa langit ang nag-redeem ka nato back from the hands of the devil. Are you here? The de we sold ourselves during the time of Adam and Eve to the devil. And you know, the plan of God is to redeem us back to Him. We were created by Him. Adam and Eve lost it. They sold themselves to the devil. And God would like to buy us back. And what is the price, the redemption price? The redemption price is the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Are you here? First Peter chapter 1, 18 and 19. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. You were bought by a price, not by silver or gold or any precious things, you were redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus when he died on the cross. This is why you are very much valuable to God because God redeemed you by the blood of his son. And that's why you are not to be afraid because the one who bought you back for himself will take care of you. And you are very much valuable in the sight of God. Kasi hindi pera pinambayad sa'yo. Dugo ang pinambayad sa'yo. Hello. Ang hamili ng dugo ni Kristo. Maunang bayad or uh, redemption price for us to be saved. So God will always be there to take care of you. You are valuable in the eyes of God. And everybody said... Look at somebody say, you're valuable in the eyes of God. And therefore, God will always be there to defend you against the attacks of the enemies. The, enemies may be, the enemy may be physical. The enemy may be spiritual. And therefore, because we have been redeemed by God, we are in good hands, better than Metro Bank. Hello. Are you here? We are in good hands. We are under the hands of uh, God Almighty or in the hands of God Almighty and He will watch and take care of us. Kay kita tanan palangga sa atong amahan sa langit. Amen. Amen. Third reason, God has summoned us by name. Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Take note of these important words. I have summoned you or I have called you by name. Now, the Hebrew, I have uh, summoned you by name, is karate besimcha. That's the Hebrew word. And it means I have called you by your name. Gitawag kita sa imong kaugalingon ngalan. Not just I've called you by name, I have called you by your name. So what is interesting here is that God knows your name. Hello. 
And what is the significance of that? When God calls you by His name, it means that God knows you very well to call you out by your name. Are you here? You're valuable. You know, when you say name in the, in the Bible, it means everything about you, your identity, everything about you. Kilala ka to the letter, so to speak. He knows you very well. He knows you through and through. Nothing is hidden in your sight, in, in his sight. God knows all about you. Your character, your thoughts, your attitudes, your strengths. He knows everything about you. Your behavior, kilala the way you think, he knows you very well. And even he knows all your frailties, all your failures, all your weaknesses. Kilala na Diyos ang lahat ng iyong kapalpakan, kumbaga. At inyong kakulangan. But you know what? In spite of our frailties and weaknesses, he still has a play, he still rather uh, plays a calling in our lives. Pag tinawag ka ng Diyos, ibig sabihin, valuable ka. Are you here? The other Friday, I was teaching or I shared about how God called the leaders of Israel that would support the work of Moses, every one of them by name. It was not Moses who chose them. It was God. God said, from every time a tribe of Israel, you are to call the following people. From the tribe of Reuben, God to call this man. And he mentioned the name of the person. From the tribe of Simeon, you are to call this person. From the tribe of Judah, you are to call this individual. God mentioned 12 names who would support uh, Moses. Kilala ng Diyos ang bawat isa. And therefore, what is significant is that your name is written in heaven. Hello. The moment you get born again, Jesus writes your name in the book of life. Now, he knows you by name, and God will call you by your name. Kisa nag, uh, nagpangalan sa inyo? Who named you? Your mama and papa, right? But even that, God respects it. Alam ng Lord kung ano even ang pangalan mo bago ka kapapanganak. And that means you, you really are known by Him. You are called to be on His side. You are called to believe in Jesus. You are called to love Him. You are called to serve Him. You are called to do His will. Therefore, because He has called you, God says, you belong to me. You are mine. Amen? You are mine. And if we are His, He will always be there for us. He will watch over your life in any situations that we may find ourselves in, He will always be there. He will defend us against our problems, against our sicknesses, against uh, any kind of pressure, even financial pressure. He will protect you and deliver you. This guy had known a lot of things physically, okay? I have gone through a lot of tough times physically, but one thing I knew, God always was there for me. Are you here? 
And I'm still alive because of God. Are you here? And every time you go through every situation, you just trust in Him. You are not worrying. You know God will take care of you. Hello. Just like last time that I was last year, I was hospitalized in the ICU. And everybody was wondering because I was always smiling. And every uh, one of them kind of trouble, matasang rate mo, ganyan, 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 heartbeat mo, things like this. And then one nurse asked me, what's your job, sir? I told him I'm a pastor. And he said, kaya pala. It's not just because I'm a pastor, I'm, be I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. Are you here? Not, it has nothing to do with my title. It has to do with my God that I have served. Are you here? Is everybody here? He will watch over you. And no matter what is your pressure, your God will defend you. Your God will take care of you. Now, so I can physical, I don't know about you. But let me guarantee you, your God will always be there to defend you, to deliver you, and to protect you. Dili ka biyaan sa imong ginuong. Naakanunay ang imong ginuong, aron suportahan ka, and no matter how tough the situation is, your God will always be faithful to you. Amen? That's why God is telling you, fear not, fear not, fear not. Say that to about five people again, fear not, fear not. Fear not. Amen. Now, let me move on to the second half of my message. And let me talk to you about the way the God of Israel, our defender, will watch over us. First part pa lang yun. And I will give you something else that will strengthen your faith in God. Okay. The way the God of Israel, our defender, will watch over us. We find this in verse 2. First thing is, when we pass through the waters, our God will be with us. Verse 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. This is a very strong promise of God to those who belong to Him. That's why He's telling you, do not be afraid. Even if you go to the waters, I will not fail you because I will be there with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. Now, there may be some waters and rivers that we may pass through in life. And when you talk about waters, they, they can be floods, mga baha. Now, what's the cause of flood? What's the cause of blood, of blood or a flood? Rain? Rain lang? Or strong rain? Or a storm? Right? Our enemy may send storms in our lives. He can send some floods to drown you. Now, what do you re what, how can you relate this to us? It's anything that may seem to drown you. Floods or problems, they may come waves upon waves. Because see, flood, 
floods can come waves upon waves. What I'm saying is this. There may be problems in your life that do not seem to stop. One problem comes after another, after another. Oh, Lord, kailan titigil to? I just had gotten out of one problem and there is another one. Or hindi pa nga tapos itong problema, may problema na naman. Why are these things happening to me? Those are the floods of life. And the purpose is for you to be drowned. Hello. Gusto ng devil, malunod ka. To drown you in your problems. For you not to go on anymore in life. Are you listening? Are you listening? That's the plan of the devil. He won't stop sending you floods after floods after floods. And you're losing your mind. And you're thinking, Lord, will I die in my problems? Dili in die. Hello. Because let me tell you something. You are just passing through the waters. That's what, what God says here. When you pass through the waters. Not pass in the waters, but pass through. Niagi lang ka sa baha, niagi lang ka sa tubig. But you will not be caught in the problems. You will not be drowned. Are you here? Because you're only passing through. Sa mga, sa mga, sama sa mga bagyo, diri sa Pilipinas, nabay permanenting nga bagyo? Hahala, one month na ang bagyo, wala pa ni, 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 ni gawas. No, counted three days, wala nang, wala nang bagyo. And sa atin, you, you, you go through the floods. And the good news is, your defender will be with you when you pass through the waters. I will be with you. Amen. You are only crossing through the waters as Israel passed through the Red Sea. God divided the water and Israel passed through the Red Sea on dry ground. They need dry ground. Kundi mastak sila sa ground. So they pass through dry ground. It happens the second time with Joshua when they were about to cross the Jordan. The Jordan stopped flowing. It divided. So they passed through another dry ground. Elijah caused the Jordan to divide when he hit it with his mantle. Hello? He had his uh, mantle and he struck the waters and the waters divided. And Elijah was with him. And next time around, Elijah was holding, holding the same mantle and he did the same and the water divided too. Hello? And that is what God will do in your life. He will divide the water so that you can pass through the rivers. The rivers will not sweep over you. You will come out alive in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not die. Your defender is with you. 
against all the floods of, uh, floods of life. He will split it and divide it for you. Your boat, so to speak, will not be swept over by the floods. Amen. And let me say this, Praise Revival Center had gone through a lot of tough times. All throughout our 29 years. But God has always been with us. He didn't let us drown. And He will continue to be with us. You were not here during, most of you, during uh, the tough times. The, the, the first parts, okay, when money was not that much. And you got to pay this, you got to pay that. And I have to worry myself, how can I pay all these payments? Kasi when I took over, maraming bayaran ng simbahan. And the offering was not doing well. I just prayed to God, you will prosper us, you will prosper us. We are going to prosper us. And I tell you, God has prospered us through the years. Amen. Those of you who were in the AB, uh, AB, uh, uh, yeah, ABM NATO, you have seen how God is good to us to this day. Amen. And God will continue to bless us. God will continue to increase us. God will continue to provide for us. Even that facility in Ma'a will be provided for by God. Amen. One day they, we will meet in that new facility. Amen. Keep your faith in God. Our God who started this work will be with us and he will take care of us. Oh, the devil does not like it, but God likes it very much. Amen. Amen. Oh, devil, Well, don't think about it. Think about God is greater than the devil. The devil does not like it, but our God likes it. And who will win? My God will win. And everybody said, Ikaduha. When we walk through the fire, we will not be burned. Okay, reverse kanina. Ngayon naman, kalayo. Sunog. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Take note of that. If the devil cannot succeed sending you floods, he will send fire in your lives. Are you here? Lahat gagawin niya to destroy us. And what uh, will he try to do? He will seek, because this is a fire, sunog, he will seek to burn everything that we have. That's a devil. He wants to set on fire everything that we have achieved, everything that we have accomplished. He wants to what? To burn them all to ashes because he is the destroyer. Jesus tells us that he comes only for three things. Number one, he comes to what? Steal. Number two, to kill. Number three, to destroy. Hello. He wants to bring you to ground zeros, so to speak. Just like those twin towers in 1990s, uh, U.S. and New York, brought down by the enemy and the fire consumed it. And we call it ground zero. Everything has been destroyed. The devil would like to put your life or bring you to ground zero to totally destroy you. He will send 
or seek to send fire that will cause everything you have to be burned. But not just everything to be burned, but even you. He wants to consume us. He wants to destroy us. He wants to scorch us. NLT translated this as the fire of oppression. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. So this fire can be oppressions. Anything that the enemy will try to do to oppress your mind. But let me t tell you something. God will protect you through the fire. Just like how he protected the three Hebrew friends of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. You know these three guys that Nebuchadnezzar thrown into a big oven, to, into the furnace? God will be with us to in the fire of oppression. Who are these guys? They were worshipers of God. They were Jews. And Nebuchadnezzar built a big, big idol image, a big, I think 90 feet. And he said, the moment you hear the, the, the musicians start playing, bow down and worship my God. But they did not. And they were reported to the king. And then Kadisar called the three and said, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you didn't bow down to my idol when you heard the musicians? I will give you another chance to bow down. But they said, no, no, no. King Nebuchadnezzar, let it be known to you that we will never bow down to your God, even though if we have to go to the fire. Or, siempre nasuko si Nebuchadnezzar, increased the fire seven times and they were thrown into the fire. And he thought they were gone, but they were never burned. Those three guys were not scorched. Even they, their hair was not singed. Daniel 3.27, they saw that the fire had not burned their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. This is when they got in out. They looked at them. They investigated them. The fire not harmed their bodies. The hair was not even singed. The robes not scorched. No smell of fire. Why were they not burned? Because there was a fourth guy that went with them in the fire, the Son of God. Amen. Amen. Let's uh, rewind the story a little bit before they came out. Verse 24 of chapter 3, Daniel. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, O king. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Who could it be? The third person of the Trinity was already walking with them, even though he had not come to the flesh yet. God went with them with the fire. Are you here? 
who will go with you through the floods, who will go with you through the fire, God will be there so that you will not be harmed. Are you here? Amen. Yes. But there is something else I want you to note again. You're just walking through the fire. Say, walking through the fire. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. So again, it's just passing through. Niagi langka. We will not get stuck in the fire. What do you do when the fire of oppression is coming on you? Parang sinusunog ka, kinukonsum, kinukuha lahat ng everything that you have achieved. You're being put down and brought down as if you're nothing. You got to remember, just keep walking. Look at three people and say, just keep walking. We are just walking through. As long as we keep walking, listen to me. As, you, as long as you keep walking through the fire, the fire will not consume you. Take note of these guys again. Why were, not, why were they not consumed in the fire? There was somebody else who was with them, God. And what were they doing? Verse 25, he said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. What were, uh, what were they doing? They were walking around. They were not in one place, stationary. They were walking around the fire. The guys were walking around the fire of oppression. They keep on walking and walking. And let me tell you how can you can go through the fire. Keep walking through the fire. You just keep walking and walking. Continue with the plan of God. Continue what God has put in your heart. Don't ever stop. If you ever stop, you'll get burned. Are you here? Are you here? And PRCDI, we will keep walking and walking even if we go through some difficulties, we will keep walking and walking headed to our purpose. We will not stop walking. Are you here? Amen. Look at six people and say, keep walking through the fire. Keep walking. Kasi pag umupo ka, nag-isip ka, ah, you will have fear. And then you lock yourself in prison. And the fire will consume you. Are you here with me still? Okay pa? Okay pa magpadayon ko? Okay, one hour pa. Sige. Ikatulo. The great reason why God will keep watch over us the reason lang. But let me add the great reason why God will keep watch over us. The reason is found in verse 3. For I am the Lord. And God mentions his name here. In Hebrew, he says, I am Yehovah, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. 
Can I say this to you in Hebrew? Because I like it. I read it in Hebrew, and I love this statement of God. God says, Ki ani Yehovah Eloheka, ki dosh Israel Moshiyecha. Ki ani, ki is for or because. Ani is I. Yehovah Eloheka, your God. Ki dosh Israel, holy of Israel, or the holy one of Israel. Moshiyecha. Parang Moshiyach, right? I am the one who will save you. I am your Savior. Amen. Amen. Who is your Savior? God. There is somebody who will save you. God declares who He is. And He is the one who protects and defends us. He is Jehovah. He was and is and will be. Again, He was he is and will be. That's the meaning of the name of God, Jehovah. I was, I am, and I will be. I do not change. I am not bound by time. I am not limited. I can do what I want to do because I am the great God of the universe. Amen. The Holy One of Israel, our Savior, Messiah. So know who will defend you in all your difficulties and problems. Know his power. Know what he is able to do. Salig lang sa iya ha. Tulang sa iya ha. Dagan kaniya. Ihatag lang or butang lang ni mo ang imong pagtuo sa iyang kamot. Because he will keep you safe through the floods and the fire. Your God will not fail you. Amen. Your God will always be there for you. And everybody said, did you enjoy or receive the word of God this morning? Now, I took this passage and applied this to us. But let me tell you something. Because... I like to speak to you about some important things that is happening in the world right now. Though we have learned something, it applies to our lives. But let me tell you firstly, these words were given to the people of Israel, the children of Jacob. We are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Of Israel. You know what is going on there right now? You know what had happened last Saturday, right? That's why I have placed these signs right in front of you. Anong sign there is a left ninyo? We stand with Israel. And these signs will stay here for quite some time. Are you here? I will not take this off next week. I want the world to see that we stand for Israel. We love Israel. We pray for Israel. And we are going to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. This is God's word primarily to his children. And the enemy thought that they could defeat and destroy Israel. You know, the worst that can happen to a human being has just taken place a week ago. Hello. 
6, about 6.45 in the morning, others were sleeping, others were having their breakfast, others were having their morning routines, and came these guys and killed them all while they were sleeping. Others they took and bound, shot in the head and burned, children beheaded, infants beheaded, burned, children tied up together, and they burned children alive. One family, the husband and the wife, was tied up together as their children were being slaughtered before them, as their heads were cut, out, cut off. And then after that, they were shot. And these are all documented in the kibbutz that they came in, because that kibbutz is high-tech. They got, what, CCTV all around. It's required. Bawat bahay may CCTV. All the ground, CCTV. Hindi lang pinakikita ng Israel. But when the IDF came there and saw everything, they could not, what, accept the whole thing. They were vomiting to see everything. And they, when they watched the videos, they were crying. Hello. The most gruesome thing that a human being can, uh, could do was done to the people of God. You think God is smiling at Hamas? What do you think is the feeling of God? He will defend his nation. Are you here? So when you pray for Israel, quote this scripture, this verses, pray to God and say, Lord, remember your people. You have created and formed Israel. You have called Israel by name when you brought them out of Egypt. In fact, you have redeemed them and summoned them by their name. They belong to you. Now they're going through the mighty floods and fire. Yehovah, let not the river sweep over them. Go with them. Let not the fire coming from the rockets and the bombs and guns burn them. Keep them safe, Lord God. Protect them by the power of your name, Yehovah. You are their Holy One, their Savior. Keep them safe in Jesus' name. Are you here? Pray that those hostages will be kept safe and they will be released. I would like to say this, this has been in my heart ever since I heard this last Saturday after the service. Si Pastor Maki just told me this is what is happening, huh? And I was amazed. I was always in the news every night, every day listening. If you're a lover of Israel, you will pray for her. Hello? Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They will prosper who love thee. If you don't love Israel, you will not pray for Israel. Hello? Only those who love Israel will pray for her. May they prosper that love thee. But the first thing is pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You've got to pray for this nation. We are very much linked up to this nation in Abraham. We are also children of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Don't ever let your heart be separated. You need to cry, cry to God because the most gruis, uh, gruesome things have been done by diabolical men. So let the God of Israel arise. Hello? Now before anything else, I'd like everybody to stand up. I want us to pray for Israel. And then I will 
Um, oh, let me pray for everybody, then I, I will pray for Israel. And join me, agree with me in prayer. Hold the hands of the person next to you. Gunita ang kamot sa inyong tapad, both right and left. Even across the aisles. Hallelujah. Let's pray together in unison. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, God. Rabayashi, Karabayasandi. Oh, Rabayashi, Karabayasandi. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for the word that we have received this morning. Truly, you are a kind God. You are our defender. Lord, I don't know what your people are going through, but your message to them is not to be afraid. I pray that this word administered to them because I know that you will not fail them. You will be with them. You have called them. You have summoned them by name. You have created them, Lord God. You have done great things unto your people, and you will continue to do so. And some who are going through the floods, the rivers, the waters, or the fire, I pray that you will be with them and that they will continue passing through, walking through. And I know that there will be deliverance for your children who may be locked up in prison. Open the, the doors of the prisons and let them escape in Jesus' name. By the peace of Yeshua, of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for a mighty deliverance. Our faith is strong in you. Thank you that you will bless our church. Thank you, God. And right now, we lift up Israel to you, Lord. We lift up your nation, the children of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. We lift up, Lord God, the descendants of your friend Abraham. You made an unconditional covenant, unbreakable covenant with him forever, that this land will belong to him and his descendants. This is their eternal possession. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will come to their defense, Lord. Remember Israel. You have brought them back, Father, to their land in 1948. And even prior to that, the Jews had been coming back to the land. You have created them and formed them. You have called them by name when you brought them out of Egypt, Lord God. You have watched over them. Yes, they may have to be disciplined, yet you are the Redeemer. You have summoned them. The mighty floods are upon them again, Lord God. And fire, I pray, you will protect them, Lord God. And let their enemies be scattered, your enemies, God. Their enemies are your enemies, O Lord. Show your power right now. What you have done in ancient time, do it again. Shake the nations who are, uh, who are not afraid of you, who are destroying your people. Let there be earthquakes and hails that you have done in the past. Miraculously show yourself. But we be with your people. Be with the IDF as they protect the nation. God, those enemies will not rise up again. I pray for the, 
the, the Hamas people that they will know Jesus Christ. And if not, Lord God, let them all be annihilated. You will come to the defense of your nation. Show to the nation that there is a God in Israel. And this God is our God too. We thank you, Lord God. And we cry out for your peace, for your shalom, for your completeness upon the land. Remember the hostages that are in Gaza. Some of them already have been murdered. But I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, you will keep safe those who are still alive. You will protect them, Lord God, from these uh, barbarians, Lord. Keep all them safe. Keep the children safe in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they will be released either by IDF or them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. I proclaim shalom all over the land from the north to the south to the east and the west. Let Michael, their prince, arise and protect the nation. Lord God, remember your love for Israel. You sent your son to them, Lord, to save them. And you have brought them back, even though they were rebellious and stiff-necked people in the past. But you have returned them to the land. And you told us to love her, to comfort her, to comfort her, and to speak tenderly to her. Let it be done, Lord God. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, Abba Father, for everything. Oh, may your grace be shown and be seen abundantly in their lives. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. All the praises belong to you. All the honor belongs to you.
gonna sing it again. But this time, we will sing facing where Jerusalem is. The Bible says, Solomon in fact prayed, when your people are scattered and they pray toward Jerusalem, may you answer their prayers. But we know we can pray even though we're not directed towards Jerusalem. But I believe the Word of God is still true to this day. I have looked at this many, many years ago, I think way back 2010 or even earlier, from Google Earth, an orientation right here is a church nato where jerusalem is directed and it's always that way okay that way look at that hindi yung corner but you see that uh yung poste that's about uh one meter more that direction you can uh, look at that say so yung uh, google earth and you will know that that's the orientation now, I like everybody to face that way. Don't face the wall, but think in your mind about Jerusalem. Look at all these pictures and see that thing over this direction. And I want you to uh, stretch out your hands and we will direct our prayers toward where Jerusalem is located in the Middle East, this way. Shalom, shalom.
Thank you, Jesus.